Welcome to Comedy on Edge, the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Mark Williamson. Joining me, twiddling the dials, we have Mr. Dave Keishan. Josh is in the room. Carrie is here. And my guests today are Justin Lodge and Dom Romeo. Hello. Hello. Wow, Dom's he's keen. He's ready to go. All right, Dave, hit the entrance music and we're going to get this one going. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Comedy on Edge podcast. How are you, Dom? Dom Romeo is joining me. How are you, Dom? I'm good, Mark. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm excited. I'm really excited because you're here and also our guest, a guy who I've known for years, one of my favorite people and a guy I haven't probably seen for a year or two, Justin D. Lodge. Justin, how are you? Um, yeah, it's, I'm pretty good, except I'm, I was still waiting for that entrance music. Because um, uh, it's weird because I'm kind of sitting here and the entrance music's been on, but... Um, yeah, this radio land, it's, it's a strange place. It's a different one, but we actually add the entrance music in post-production, you know. Oh, We've okay. got a band that, it's, it's actually UMI's trike, the song that's playing. Tim Rogers, he's busy tomorrow with the AFL Grand Final, so he's going to play it and we'll tape it a bit later. Yeah, so. we should have got him in here as well. Well, we should um, have. There's, there's room. There's room. There's definitely room in Edge HQ for a band. I don't know. Only if he looks out that way and his nose is out in the stairwell, I reckon. Oh, a bit, bit controversial. For, the, for those who don't know Tim Rogers, and if you don't, you should... Stop listening to podcasts. Go to Spotify. Listen to UMI, and then come back to us because he's he's a god. But he, if you were to look at him, if he's you Google got a nose, it's a dead ringer for Pete Townsend's. Ooh, well, he is a Who fan. He's a massive Who fan. Yeah, I think he even got the whole windmill guitar off. He the has Who. indeed, and he's got Pete Townsend's nose. I reckon. <laughs> Mark, Mark, you went into the. You're saying that Tim Rogers is a god, and I'd just like to go into that a little bit more. Um, <laughs> so um, I just like a, you know what. What kind of god is he, and is he from a particular... So there's the Norse gods, the Roman gods. Is he from a particular pantheon, or...? Yeah, he's yeah. a rock god. He's, he's an inner-city, beer-swelling, guitar-toting, windmill... Uh, uh, what do you call that? Windmill-strumming, windmill uh, power-chord-blasting rock god. He writes a good song, too. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a soundtrack to Australian suburbia. From the... Uh, so it's so it's like an Australian pantheon of gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, he's the, the they, god no, of they, rock. They, no, you and I are the band. And then we get in the nerd territory for me. And um, you and I, are the band. They they're one of the unluckiest bands ever. Every band that has supported UMI has gone on to great things. Silverchair supported UMI. The Strokes supported UMI. I the, saw that gig in yeah. Newtown. Unfortunately, I'm sad to say. The Strokes kind of did appear to blow them off the stage. I thought UMI were the far superior band. And the Strokes spent most of their time trawling for groupies, but, you know, unfortunately, we take your my for granted, even though mm. they're an awesome band. They are an amazing life band, but they got signed by an American label in that they, was, they toured the States with Soundgarden, they were going to be the next big thing, then the bottom fell out of the industry and they just cut bands and you and my sort of lost it, fell off. They won... Uh, are, they won like seven Arias, but just never kicked on. Do, well, they, do they still tour? Do they still yeah, play? Yeah, oh, Tim, Tim does a lot of solo work, and I think he's he's doing... A, he played at the AFL Grand Final, and he's sort of touring. But yeah, you and I, they're scheduled to record an album later in the year. Cool. I have almost all of their albums, except the last one, as the... Remember it was kind of trendy to have the double CD with the bonus live thing or whatever? Yes. I've got I have the... most of the editions of their albums oh, in that format. I have. I've got the double edition of number four. 
Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're live at the wire because they were all live at the wireless yeah, yeah, records. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think I think we're getting the wind up. We're gonna have to continue this one down at the pub, Dom. Okay. Now, yeah, yeah. Should, should I, I kind of feel a bit like Fatty Vorton amongst a whole bunch of ballet stars. I think you're Fatty <laughs> Vorton. I'll be Fatty because I've got no idea about UMI, and frankly, I hate their music. Um, okay, but, ladies, this is the point of the podcast where Justin will be kicked out and will be replaced by Carrie. Who Justin's also good singer. not like Yeah, UMI, I'm, I'm guessing she's, she's grabbed the mic. She's either anti UMI or doesn't know UMI. Or? No, I'm actually pretty sure that I've seen UMI at a home bake at some stage. And the, the very fact that you can't be sure that you've seen them just <laughs> indicates how average like. their music is, I think. how you would expect things to go given that I not remember who this this folks <laughs> are I mean what are their some of their early songs because I remember them being popular at some stage well you and I pretty much just have one song that they play over and over again yeah they like it appears like that, um, so yeah, Dom how are you yeah how this are you Dom Look, I'm, I'm working yeah. in a furniture I'm just, shop. At the, the other moment. two have I'm just. Back in retail. Oh. Back are you really working in a furniture shop? Oh, dude, I am becoming a furniture <laughs> nerd. Ask me about mahogany. <laughs> oh, don't I, ask me. I'll just tell you. I think I prefer, prefer uh, the lighter woods, like the, the pine. See, pine is cheap shit. What you want Ooh. is well crafted hardwoods like mahogany or mango wood. Uh, mango wood? Mango wood's brilliant. Oh, mango beautiful. wood is made. After the tree stopped producing fruit, that's when they turn it into furniture. So in a way, you kind of feel good and think that it's it's a renewable resource. Uh, Possibly not. I don't know. I don't care. I just sell it. I don't know about it. I just know it's made overseas because the labor's cheap. Um, <laughs> mahogany, I can tell you about. I can tell you about mango wood. I can tell you about what they call uh, rubber wood. I can tell you who the major manufacturers and distributors are in this country. Kill me now. So what you know you would. Antique? Teak's a great outdoor wood. It's also good on boats. They use it in a lot of trim on boats. Mm -hmm. It weathers really well. You wouldn't put your mahogany stuff outside, particularly in this area because we've got a lot of salty sea wind and stuff. No, but I would be more inclined to have teak furniture on the in inside. And so you can. But it's such a heavy wood that it makes furniture moving inside difficult. See, this is the thing. Right now, when I tell people I'm late home because I had to work back moving furniture with the boss, not a euphemism. Not a euphemism. So you not know, a euphemism. When it comes to wood, you know wood. <laughs> the place is actually called Chocolate Wood. Chocolate so, Wood? Yeah, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't nice. it be nice? What about Natalie Wood? Uh, no. t turns out she couldn't float, unfortunately. No. Do you th I, it was Robert Wagner, wasn't it, yeah. on the boat? Did hey wait can I just ask, who's Natalie Wood? She was a fine actress. She began as a child actress with whom everyone was in love. She was in National Velvet. She was quite a sex symbol. She died too young after a wild party on a yacht. Robert Wagner was her husband. Oh, he is he that died. German um, musician? No, no he's <laughs> yeah. a composer. Wagner. Robert Wagner was the villain in one of the Austin Powers films. He was the guy with the number patch. two. Yeah. Oh right. But he. But on the the reason it's they're opening the inquest up again because a book's about to be released on it. She died. She drowned on the yacht. On the yacht that night was her husband Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken. They were the only ones on the boat. The only ones. Yeah, and the rumor is, oh sorry, the ship. Alleged. Oh sorry, no, there was one of their staff was on there too. But allegedly, Rob. The, the theory is Robert Wagner. He she was cheating with Walken, and he threw her off the boat. Mm. When they met, it was Moida. <laughs> reference, if anyone's old enough to remember. 
they don't know you or my Dom. They're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned that. Now, now, the way the podcast works, we ask the guests to give us some topics that they'd like feel comfortable talking about. Dom's was you or mine, Wood. Just <laughs> you watch after this. We're going to record a whole special hour on Wood. Justin... However, after this, I think Justin and I can. And we've found common ground. I think we can be friends now. Yeah, and we won't talk about Wood. No, no. Well, or you or my? No. Well, we'll move on to Justin's topic. Justin, you are my Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I now feel really awkward sitting between those two. Uh, well, let, let's let's move on to Justin's topic. Dictators. Yeah, that was one of my Dick. topics. Justin, you were my wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <duh. laughs> now, now, let's keep it clean. clean. <laughs> well, after the last episode, I think I think we all need a shower after that with Dave Schmidt and Brent. Oh, really? Go download that. Let's, yeah, you learn a lot about glory holes and grinder. Oh, I'd just like to God. point out at this stage I wasn't in the room for that one, but I would have tried to keep it at a PG rating. Yeah, no, we didn't even get Yeah, close. so would I. I would have tried to keep it at a PG rating as well. What, what, you want to encourage the kids for this podcast. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Well, it, iTunes list is explicit. We're explicit. I try... Oh, sorry. No, sorry, no. Dave, our tech guy, is going, I'm explicit. I'm explicit. I listen as explicit. You listen as explicit. I don't think it's explicit. Swearing. I think society's getting too conservative, Justin. What do you think? Um, no, I think we should become more conservative. I'm worried about the amount of <laughs> the amount of swearing in this room and just generally the amount of swearing in society. Today I was down at the shop and I heard a boy, he must have been, couldn't have been any older than 14, and he said, Jesus Christ. And, and that really offended me. Um, uh, not because I'm Christian or anything like that, just because it was explicit language. And my mum taught me not to speak like that. Was so. it a blasphemous more than explicit? Like... No, it's taking it's the Lord's name in vain. Obama recently said that they'll not ban blasphemy. I mean, it's a big issue now. Mm, yeah. Do we do we want to steer clear? Of, no, no, no. Let's. You know, it. I don't want to stray into you know muzzy bashing because there are ramifications. <laughs> I don't want there to be a oh. fatwa on this podcast. There's already a fat wog on it. I don't want there to be a fat wog. It's just like to take this opportunity. The views expressed by Dom Romeo do not <laughs> reflect those of Comedy on Edge. They reflect Dom Romeo. And if you would like to take a fat wog out on him. He's not working in a furniture shop in, <laughs> on the northern beaches, so don't look there. Maybe go to Queensland and take your fat wise there. <laughs> but no, no, well, the riots, the whole thing, like that horrible, horrible... Has anyone seen the movie that caused all the riots? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's laughable. It's so it bad. such crap. I mean, it's, even it's... Paulie Shaw's like, dude, my work's not that bad. <laughs> it's, it's like, that caused riots. I mean, Paulie Shaw had more people listening than that, and then everyone's rioting over this badly made... You know, because they took Muhammad's name in vain and called him a few things. And, and the thing is, it had been around for six months or something before anyone noticed it. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it I, is. That's that's disturbing. I, the bad publicist. I want to take oh, responsibility yeah. totally for what I'm about to say. It doesn't reflect on anyone else involved in this podcast. But I think logically, <laughs> if no one actually can depict the prophet. Mm. and therefore no one's seen the prophet, mm. how can anyone accuse anyone else of depicting the prophet and want to kill him for that? Yeah. How do you know it's a depiction of the prophet? You've never seen the prophet. He's never been depicted. Yeah, mm. but they say that they're depicting him. That kind of gives it away a bit. But but it's not him. You don't know it's him because you've never seen him. Yeah. So what they're saying is you can't say that you're yeah, depicting the they prophet. They use the same argument for like Superman as well, you know. But I'm pretty sure I've seen <laughs> him, you know, in Superman 1 and 2. But you know he doesn't exist, Dave. That's my... Oh, oh, I never said oh. that. Oh. <laughs> See, Damn. 
destroyed by my own logic. Can I just change the subject? I liked him better when he was still Cassius Clay. <laughs> <laughs> so go dictators, Justin. What do you know about dictators? Um, well, We're not implying that Muhammad was, is, or could be construed as a dictator. Top three dictators. Well, I do know that dictators do like their moustaches. They do. And I've, been, I've got a theory about that. I actually think that the moustache is an alien life form that actually creeps onto a person's face, takes possession of their brain, and causes them to do evil, horrible things. What do you guys think about that? Well, you sort of killed Movember with that thought, if you're real. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if you look at the crime statistics, crime in Movember is off the charts. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I've, my girlfriend is actually... Um, well, fashion crimes. Fashion crimes. Dictators are um, renowned for their See, fashion See, no, I'm going to disagree with you there, and I'm no way endorsing their actions. The Nazis were well-dressed. Hitler was a world. He had a good uniform. Yeah, yeah that was Armani. Like, I've seen. No, I've watched. Hugo Boss. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, Germans make good. They had their cars too. They had BMWs. And mm. They only drank Fanta. You know. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was uh, Volkswagen, though. Was a Volkswagen? Oh. Volkswagen was uh, the people's car that Hitler introduced. Ein Volk, ein Reich, ein Cha Cha Cha, according to the Doug Anthony All Stars. <laughs> Let's not go down that track. <laughs> well, if Volkswagen, if you want to sponsor, <laughs> seeing as you like the Nazis, if you want to sponsor us, you know, g- g- drop us a line. Didn't quite say that. Didn't quite say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> the people's car. <laughs> uh, I think that one of my favourite dictators would be Papa Doc Duvalier from um, from Haiti. Uh, he was okay. he was probably my favourite because he did a lot of um, things, a lot of achievements such as changing the Lord's Prayer. Uh, I've actually got a copy of it here. Do read. Um, so I'll read it for you now. Um, he changed the Lord's Prayer to read, Our Doc who art in the National Palace for Life, hallowed be be thy name by present and future generations. Thy will be done in Port Our Prince as it is in the provinces. (laughs) Give us this day our new Haiti and forgive not the trespasses of those anti-patriots who daily spit upon our country (laughs) and piss upon our burning flag. Wow. Did you make that up or did Papa Doc actually make that? No, he actually said most of that. Most, (laughs) Most of that. There's um, a, a king in Nepal who, um, I mean, this is uh, probably about seven, seven or eight years ago, mm-hmm. but their national motto, which um, all school students were expected to recite at the end of each school day was, we love our king. He is a very good and kind king. He plans to develop Nepal very soon. That, that, was, <laughs> that was their mantra. That's a. I could, I, I, could that. I could say that every morning, and I, I think it would. I, I think that's quite a nice. My day. Um, that's quite a nice, optimistic one, really. Well, it is. It's, as, not, yeah. as, as, it's not as tedious as God save yeah. our gracious queen. Or I pledge allegiance to the flag. One. <laughs> yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> it's generally all they show on TV shows. Oh, oh Josh, Josh, do you want to just hand jo- Josh? Josh knows the pledge of allegiance. One nation under God. And then it keeps going. He knows another line. Well, well done. <laughs> Do you know the Australian national anthem, Josh? <laughs> the first verse. The first verse is what you're taught, but they never teach you the second verse in schools anymore. No, they don't. Well, y- did you go into school enough? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> just after year 12 and then just left it there. <laughs> <laughs> you were learning the national anthem no, in year 12. You left it at year 12. It's good you didn't keep going. You know, year 13 is a horrible <laughs> year. I like primary school. <laughs> I went to St. Kieran's Catholic school in Manly Vale. The music teacher wrote a song about St. Kieran that we had to sing that went, 
St. Kieran is our paint, patron saint, the mentor of, of our school. And I swear, every kid used to sing the mentor of our school. That was awesome. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, see, our school, we, I went to a private school and we had our own national anthem. Like, we had our own school song and our own school hymn. Yeah. And I remember the first day, like, you have the manual where you got to read the whole, the, and we were singing along. And the trouble kid who later got expelled, he's replacing, he's just going, F bomb, F bomb, F bomb, F bomb, like the whole, and like he just got dragged out of assembly. I'm like, whoa, this is going to be an exciting school. And yeah. That pisses all over us. Because when I was in high school, because again, Catholicism, at every end of year mass, we had to sing for all the saints, which was one of those rather what all the saints will from their labors rest. And there was about verse four, there was this line about for all the saints in their glorious today. And I'd always go, hooray, from the back. Uh, and they twigged to that. I didn't get busted for some reason. Instead, instead of having to sing verses one, three, four, seven, ten, they stopped verse 4 being sung so that I couldn't go away. They censored you. They censored me. <laughs> they but censored not directly. Like, they could have built the shit out of me because it was still legal yeah, back yeah, then. Back that. And they were Catholic, so yeah. they loved that shit. <laughs> no, instead, let's work around it. Let's find a loophole. Did you get hit at school? I got strapped. Father Clifford had a strap that he called Horace. <laughs> he named his strap. He named his strap. Now, that's got di- to be a dictator. That's got to be a dictator. That guy was there. dick. The dick. See, I got, I got hit at school. And it was a night, no- like the teacher got sacked the next day because he learned really? there was three of us. And this is what we were inside when we weren't supposed to at lunch hour. He lined us all up and he got a ruler and cracked us across the hands. And I remember we went home that day and like my mum's like, why are you so, and my friend was over, oh, you hit us. And she's like, what? She went to the school. Next day we had a substitute teacher. He was gone. I remember wow. one of the teachers at one of my schools um, got fired and from this particular school getting anything anyone kicked out of there was um, an achievement the standards were so low but she she threw um, a sticky tape dispenser like one of the heavy old metal ones Ooh. from the 60s at a kid's head Whoa. that Did was it enough to get it yeah oh and I don't think I would ever say this in any other context except at this school I could quite believe that the kid was kind of asking for it wow this, <laughs> is, this is the same school where one of my English teachers had his desk set on fire. And, and then water bombed later in the same lesson before he realised it was smoking. Um, wasn't the best best school for education? No, 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 not not at all. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, the worst thing we had we had a, a malicious, sadistic PE teacher uh, who played for North Sydney. I won't name him, but he had this thing: if it rained during sport or PE, we played a game called the pain game, where you had to keep your head down on your desk and keep still. And the minute you moved or made a sound, he could punish you. And it was usually a crow peck, which is a knuckle oh. on the head. Or it'd be a flick on the ear. Like, he was he was a sadist. And it, and it took... Like, this went on for a couple of years before someone complained. Before someone told their parents that if it rains, we play the pain game. So you have to... Pretty much the whole episode was your head down to the desk going, please don't hit me, please don't hit me, please. Pretty much. Because we had a teacher, and he was affectionate. You, like what you the, you called it the crow knock. No, 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 not like that. No, 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 no. That was but, a bit sad. Yeah, I know. I didn't segue in enough. But you said the crow knock where you sort of... Crow yeah. His name was Crom. Crom Wood was his name. And he had the Crom knock where if you're in class and you weren't working hard enough, he'd just knock you on the head. And it's like, work harder. And it was like, he got away with it. Like, because they're like, oh, it's Crom. He's old. Like, he was about 90 when he retired. And it was sort of like affection. If You know, oh, yeah, I had a Crom knock. And then the other thing that he used to do was like... It was funny because I used to be in this class with these two people and they were 
one was called actually I can use their names I don't even know if they're yeah I don't think they'd know one of them definitely would know get ready to cut Dave yeah <laughs> yeah no one was called POS and one was called Dermody and it used to be this, every maths Sorry. lesson the, yeah well there was their surnames but every lesson it'd be was like his first name Dermot that'd be called Dermot Dermody no I, I, well, I'll tell you his surname his first name after but what had happened I remember because he was like POS was a looking back POS had a lot of problems like yeah. One of them was his name was Poss. Yeah, well, said, yeah, and he'd get kicked out, and it'd be like, "Poss, get out!" And he'd walk out, and then he'd go, "Dermody, lock the door." So he was locked out of class. Then about ten minutes later, "Dermody, get out!" And he'd go, "I can't, sir. Door's locked." <laughs> and then he'd just throw something at him, usually a metal ruler. And it was this happened every maths class, the same thing. Oh, that were the good old days. <laughs> we had a really crazy music teacher. Yeah. Did you? Because music teachers always tend to be a bit crazy. I think she was, failed musos. It's sort of. Well, I, I don't think she was. She was just really old. <laughs> <laughs> like she yeah, was no, she really missed out on opening for Mozart. Yeah, I reckon Richard Wagner. Richard Wagner. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but um, when yeah, they she met, was, it was Moira. <laughs> <laughs> she was really old, and and I was in the school band. I played the um the tenor saxophone. Oh. And uh, she You're used full to, of surprises. yeah, yeah. I still, you know, bursted out occasionally. Um, but she was our conductor, and we used to play it pretty normally. But um, the thing is, she'd get really frustrated with our playing. But I think she was deaf because um, <laughs> we were playing it really well, and then she'd go, "No, no, that's horrible." Play it again. So then we just be we worked out she was deaf. So we just started going. And playing random notes, and she'd be like, "Yeah, that's that's great. Play it again." And we just get worse and worse. But I think she just had got in the routine of saying that's horrible to cover up the fact that she was deaf, so people thought that she was really critiquing it. But it really backfired. And um, we had this, um, we had her for for our music class as well. And um, we had to do get a singing test in class where we all had to stand up and and do our little singing bit. And you had to make up your own song. Oh, gosh. And uh, there were these two guys in the class, um, uh, Gareth and Rowan, and um, one of them was the one of the world's first test tube babies. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it's an oh, achievement. we won't be able to Google him later. <laughs> Did he sort of say that, like, in show and tell? Yeah, mummy and daddy couldn't... Yeah, I'm a test tube. <laughs> yeah, I think he did bring in the test tube, oh, actually. Bring, bring your dad to work at school day. But any so um, it came for this guy uh, mm. to do his singing uh, bit, and he didn't like these guys. And uh, he, he sang, Gareth and Rowan are bum chumps. <laughs> Everybody knows about Rowan's two mums. <laughs> and the teacher said... Oh, that was wonderful. <laughs> Everybody stand up and sing it. <laughs> so everyone stood up. Gareth and Rowan, our bump jumps. Everybody knows about Rowan's two mums. Oh, sing it again. Gareth and I just went on and on. And Gareth, this pompous kid, was just like, oh, this is an this is an outrage. <laughs> Stormed out, went to the principal's office, and I felt really sorry for them. But at the same time, <laughs> funny is funny, and and what can you do? In fact, but it twenty was, years it was, later, it was horrible. Yeah. So did his two mums come in to complain? <laughs> um, I don't know about that. Um, they See, they may that, have. That almost sounds like it could be a positive song for gay rights. 
Gareth yeah. and Rowan are bum chums. And that's great. Oh. We all know about <laughs> Rowan's two mums. And they're raising a good boy. See, it's just how you spin it. Yeah, I guess they didn't see it that way. No, no. But, um, but no, yeah. because it was the 70s or the 80s or something. It was the Dark Ages. Yeah, it was the Dark Ages, I guess. Um, back then, we're not as open-minded as we are now. Um, yeah. yeah. It took the 90s when Frasier came on the air that we accepted, you know, homosexual way of life. Oh, didn't he come out in the quite recently? No, I didn't. No, but it's just... He was English, not gay. There's a, dis- oh, there's a small yeah. distinction. Well, well you know, yeah. it was a popular show. Not, not if you went to a boarding school, surely. Mm. Uh, <laughs> now, you were, you were talking about the teacher that, that was, you know, gotten rid of in the dead of night. Yeah. And there was a, 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 a relief teacher replacing the substitute. How did you deal with the substitute? Because I reckon the substitute teachers... The first scent of fear, the kids are bouncing off the walls and hanging off the ceiling fans. See, we used, I, no, see, we're the opposite. We like substitute teachers. Like, oh, this is new. I think we were just bored with the other teachers. Oh, this is new. Wow, we're actually learning something. Because he was an old teacher and he's very old school. So, like, he had the same lessons every year and same stuff. So, we're bored with him. So, it's sort of... The, the weird thing about the teacher, like, he was disappeared in the middle of the night. But I grew up in Hobart, which is a small place. And on the way home from school, you used to drive past his house and you'd see him and you're like, hang on. Because didn't, it didn't click to like the later in that he was actually sacked. I'm like, why is he at home? He should be at school. I'm glad he's at home because I didn't like him. But yeah, no, the substitute never... Being a teacher is so hard though. Oh, and they I, get paid nothing. Yeah, I had to be a... Um, so, you know, one of those teacher's aides who assists really? the teacher? Yeah. <laughs> and I had to look after this kid who, um, who was a really like... I don't want to say bad because he was quite a good kid. He just had a hard home life hmm. and he actually burnt down the ghost train. Um, like they had this <laughs> Your school kind of had a Luna ghost Park. train? 1978. No, was that no. him? Oh, like what? may have been. Well, we solved a crime on this one. But I don't oh think he was goodness. born then. So maybe that would have been a problem. If he went back in time, maybe. He was very oh, smart. that was massive. The ghost train fire in 1978 at Luna Park. Man, yeah, Google really? that shit. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's alleged Abe Saffron had. Alleged, uh, they wanted to sell the property. Yeah. It was corruption all the way. Like shut, like shut did Luna, did, shut Luna did the people get? Yeah. Did the people who were on the train get through it when it was? Well, people died. People died. Oh, really? People died. Yeah. There was a guy called whose surname was Godson. Who? But you know, had a half day holiday and had. Like, there's a but you know what would be the worst thing about that is that if you died on the ghost train. And then for the rest of eternity, you had to haunt the ghost train. <laughs> and everyone would think you weren't real. They'd be like, oh, this ghost train's lame. And you'd be like a real ghost. And you're like, far out. Because it'd be the hardest thing to haunt a ghost train. It probably would, yeah. Like a haunted house would be way easier to haunt. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's a bit cliche. It's like, oh, what about a haunted house? Hey, yeah, but Bob. if you just haunt, haunt a normal house, it does by definition become a haunted yeah, house. Yeah, that's that true. Yeah, yeah. Someone's haunting Dave's phone. <laughs> Two people are haunting it. That was mine. Can I just tell uh, you one more thing about dictators? Of course. I still want to hear your top three. Dict- yeah, dictator. Wait, we got number three. Well, I think that was my number three. My oh, there's you, okay. So we're going in reverse order. Yeah, I, I think that Nicolae Ceausescu was one of my favourites, and that has nothing to do with the fact that annually he killed fifteen thousand Romanians. Um, that's good. that's by and by. Well, I just good. want to make it clear that that I do not. Indoors. condone any kind of killing, Romanians or anyone. Um, but one of his primary goals was to increase the Romanian birth rate among women, 
who didn't have children. So what oh, he did it's was much easier than 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 raising the birth rate amongst men. Men have a hard time having babies. Well, he if you remember our them. two mums uh, <laughs> incident, that's yeah. not necessarily they true didn't have these test days. Back then, um, but what he did was he made them pay a celibacy tax, uh, which encouraged obviously procreation and i think that that is quite a good idea i pay a celibacy tax although some people say it's the fee for going to a brothel but (laughs) yeah yeah, that's true we all pay like a celibacy tax like you pay your tax payment it goes to childcare, so it's in a way you do i actually no. when i used my first job i used to work in a call center and there were three shifts the eight to four thirty nine to five or nine thirty to five thirty and I used to like the 8 to 5 because I could get home, I could go to the beach. It was great. But that was reserved for people who had to go and pick up their kids from daycare. And it was I was discriminating against And I raised it and like, oh, Mark, you're just being rude. But I was discriminated against because I had to always do the late shift just because I didn't have kids to pick up. Like, I even thought of inventing kids just so that I could get that shift, but they wouldn't let me get away with it. You realise they're not actually allowed by law to ask you whether or not you have children or your marital status or yeah, anything like that. I know that, but you find that if you've ever worked with people with children, most of them are great, but you get the ones who plaster their whole cubicle with their kids. And yeah. you assume they've got kids because if they don't, that's just creepy. Yeah, the so next office job I have like that, I'm inventing kids. It's, I'm going to start having family photos of people. Well, I don't the know. other benefit you've got is you can sort of like, yeah, mate, can't come in. Yeah, the kid's sick. Oh, or attend it, like if you're having a really bad day, you can go, mate, I just got to call. I got to go pick up the kid from school. He's vomited everywhere. You can take time. You get time off and parental leave. And if you have another, if your hy- hypothetical wife has another child, you get two weeks paid parental leave, and yeah, it's a great scam. You know, I had to try and take off work for um for my cat being sick, and it doesn't not work the same way at all. Oh really? They wouldn't let you. She broke her leg, and I had to go oh. and pick her up and stuff, and take her to the vet, and have X-rays, and then have follow-up X-rays. And they wouldn't let you do it. No, they well, said. That's weird. Sorry. They they gave me a hard time about it. Surely, it's that's, so, that's so unreasonable. Oh. I know. Because my, my girlfriend, she took a day off um, because she needed to buy um, food for the cat. Half a day. She took half a day. And her, and her boss was like, yeah, of course. You know, it, it depends on your workplace. <laughs> Some workplaces on, are really on, open. you got to clarify this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I got a day off work because there was a spider in the office and it freaked me out. And yeah. I got scared and I went home. I got that work. How can you get half a day off of buying cat food? How can you get half a day off of being scared of a spider, for <laughs> heaven's sake? No, that's you scream re- really loudly. That yeah. doesn't work all the time. It doesn't work. You know, only, only if you're really irritating when you're screaming. Uh, no, I think that's... Bring a spider into the room, you'll see my reaction. No, don't, don't, don't. don't. Dave, I think don't. we need some props. Josh is gone. If he comes back with a spider, No. Just for the record, you can buy remote control tarantulas on eBay for about 20 bucks you US. You can buy them at Kmart Broadway. Oh, I asked really? them to move them. I went in there and I said, look, can I you move? One. No. I, I want one. No. I want well, one. I want to get one for ages. No. I met a real tarantula about three months ago. What? Well, because I went to um, South Amer- to Central America. Oh, really? Yeah. And in, um, in uh, uh, Guatemala, I saw a tarantula. Well, I met one. I crawled up my arm. It was really cool. That's you cool. let it... Yeah, I stroked it. Like it was like a little cat with eight legs. And oh. 
Did your yeah. did, did your did your girlfriend go like half a day off the vacation to buy it food? If you well, it would be the perfect um, you know, if you guys ever got together, it would be a perfect pet yeah, for both of you. She could buy food for it, and you could squeal your little head off. Yeah, I, you'd, I, you'd I would get like, a full day off. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> like, fine. look, there's a spider, and I got to feed it. I'm not like a cat. I, I couldn't be in the same room as a tarantula. That's insane. how much are the ones that came up? I, don't, I generally don't get close enough to look. Like Kmart, like, Kmart, if you're listening and wish to sponsor this podcast, do not provide us with with remote control tarantulas. What as you, many as you would like, just address them care of uh, to carry care of comedy on the edge. Um, I'll be really happy to accept them. Well, as what many do, as you'd like. Don't to post them to me. What do they eat? Well, they're they're toys. Pieces just of Mark. nothing. <laughs> Pieces of Mark. You they're, met the tarantula, didn't you? Ask him the question. No, but I meant like the the toy ones. Do you have to f- like? <laughs> Dave just said he case he didn't come with remote control flies. I because no. I had one of those. Um, what are those plants that eat flies? Venus, Venus flytrap. Fly yeah, and it died. And I and because I, I think because the guy at the, sh- the where I bought it from, he said, "Oh, I said, do I feed them flies?" And he said, "No, they don't eat flies." And what? I thought, why are they called Venus flytraps? What do they eat? I don't know. Tarantulas. Well, uh, yeah. Well, it died. So really big ones, I guess. Um, I don't know what they eat. But maybe they eat flies, and he was. You have to water them. Oh, do they? Do you water them in their <laughs> mouths, or do they kind of like? <laughs> Did you get a bad vision at that point? <laughs> yeah. Did you just picture Justin urinating on his plant? Six. <laughs> urinating in the plant's mouth. I just had this vision of Justin running around trying to catch flies. To feed. <laughs> You're dying. Give me the fly. It'd be yeah, kind of like, have you seen the Little Shop of Horrors? Little Shop. Is that the one with the big, huge yeah, yeah. Venus fly? Yeah. yeah. See, that, that's what inspired me to buy one. How Maybe I need to actually feed it human body. You know. <laughs> well, you, well, you could. Didn't you? Like, I remember one of our friends <laughs> growing up, their mum had one. And we used to like because they were t- they're tiny. It was yours like a small. Thing. Yeah, mine was stick small. Stick in its mouth and make it close. Did you? No, you I stuck finger my finger. There. But they said not yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah. You, it just closes. On, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, but after mm. it closes, it doesn't reopen. It essentially dies each time you close one of those those things. Oh. They don't reopen. They're Can not I... like sunflowers that open up and follow the sun. And so is I this... wonder why I didn't get invited back to that place very often. Is this X rated? What? This show? Can yeah. I say something? No, that... put your clothes back on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I have a, yeah. Can I? Can I say something? Well, because I was just thinking. Like, oh, I actually, I no, I think I... Yeah, go for it. I know uh, you're trained to thought. I wouldn't do this, but if you had one of those plants with mouths, could it give someone a blowjob? Did you, is like that how your plant you were... died? <laughs> is that how your plant died? <laughs> I liked it better when you were pissing on it, young man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's how it starts. It's like, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> The deafening silence really wasn't edited in. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. It was... Uh, I, I like, you're so polite. I forgot how polite you are, Justin. You're like, can we go X-rated? And it wasn't that X-rated. Oh, really? Because I thought that's why the deafening silence, everyone was like, oh my God, no, we I were can't like, believe well, he said that. We were like, where are you going to go with this Why doesn't he say one? something about Bindi Irwin or something? <laughs> Bindi You haven't done <laughs> comedy for a Bindi's not topical anymore. Oh, I don't even know Bindi Irwin. <laughs> really? I thought you were Facebook friends. You're not on Facebook, uh, are you? No. Why not? Well, it's a ridiculous story, basically, because when you <laughs> when you sign up, it has this. You put your penis in. And <laughs> just sign in when you sign up, it has this this thing where you have to put your your d- birth date in, and I, it was a scroll down thing, and it went all the way down to eighteen fifty six. So clearly, I. 
put 1856 and then it wouldn't let me sign up and other people have tried to sign me up and and they always say i'm banned (laughs) you're banned i don't know it's to age discrimination i think (laughs) you know just because you're 250 well 144 years old you can't sign up to facebook (laughs) and if they're gonna have that on there like why have it on there in the first place if you're just gonna ban people for it i think it's to make people my age feel really old you know because it starts in 1982 or something and then i scroll down all the way to 1971 and i go shake my fist like an angry old man because that's what i am (laughs) <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you get kids in the store? Do you get angry at the kids? I don't get no, no, not not at this store. I used to get angry at the kids when I worked in a music shop. I've, I'm going to break into material if we're not careful. But kids would come in and go, "Oh, you've got vinyls," and I'd go, "No, they're fucking records. They're not vinyls, okay?" And you know, Ooh. just just kids who are going, "Oh, that must be worth a lot." Well, you know, you don't buy it because it's worth a lot. You buy it because it's good music, or you like the cover, or. You collect that artist because sometimes it's got a shit cover and it's not good music. How do you feel about like if like DJs come in and they buy something like you love, like one of your like you're a Zappa fan, you're a mad Zappa. I when I worked in the music shop, this is this is so pathetic. This is this was my attitude, right? For the day that I'm in the shop, this is my collection, and I'm really happy to part with it for someone who'd love it as much as me. And that's why I had no time for pesky kids that didn't respect what it was. There were some cool kids. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate all kids. You know, just the ones that don't know the difference between records and vinyl. And 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 there's dickhead adults. There are dickhead people my age too. Heck, some people will tell you I'm one of them. I'm not. But you know, just I don't know. Have some respect for culture, even but, even middle brow or low brow culture. What what about like what would you do if like a DJ bought in like a really expensive Zappa thing and go, I'm going to scratch this up like at the wicker wicker wicker. Would that would that make you cry? That wouldn't make me cry. What made me cry was it was. Boxes and boxes of seven-inch singles, and a lot of them were crap. That's fine, but this woman just bought them all and said, "Oh, it's for the scouts. We're going to give out awards. We're going to spray paint them all gold, and they're going to get gold records." And in the first <laughs> place, one, no, you're ruining perfectly good vinyl. That's playable. Get scratch shit. Don't get good stuff. Two, people actually earned gold records for making good music. You know, like don't cheapen it for some. You know, for fuck's sake. I'm so old, aren't I? I'm just no, no, so no. old. You yes. should have been a scout leader. It would have been great. <laughs> just like I could just see you there handing out the gold records. You're just snapping them. You haven't earned it. You haven't earned it. <laughs> That'd be me. That would be you. So, did we get to the end of your top three dictators list? Who was after Nikolai Ceausescu? There's still one to go. Oh. We're still. We, we're still. The, the, the antici- I think we're straight. This will probably be a two-part episode with the anticipation. Well. <laughs> no. no. Well, obviously, it's got to be um, Stalin. He's got a good moustache. He does. He's an well, awesome moustache. Yeah. Although, I, d- I do like there was a Turkmenistan had a dictator. No. Yeah, they did, actually. I know it's hard to believe. What, what did he... Tell me, tell me. Tell um, us, we want to know. Okay, well, I'm just trying to find his name. Did but he outlaw Uzbekistan? Did he have a mustache? No, he didn't outlaw Uzbekistan. Although he did try to bomb them. With um, what? With bombs. Water bombs. <laughs> when was this? Um, it was it was quite recently, I think. Um, but he did name change the the name of January to his own name, and Which he changed. Was what? Uh, that's the thing. I just that's can't. That's in good Roman tradition, though, isn't it? Um. Yeah, it was getting rid of Roman tradition. He also outlawed ballet, which I can understand. Um, and 
he changed the name of bread to his mother's name. <laughs> <laughs> Which was yeast infection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of a weird one. Bread to his mum. That. Yeah. Give us this day our daily my mum. <laughs> Can I get some butter? I'm just going to spread it on your mum. <laughs> Do you think if you put blood... Can you put your mum in the oven? I want some cheese on your mum. Where's seizure? <laughs> He's toasting his mum. Oh, that's great. What, what would you do, Justin, if you were a dictator? I, just, I heard you liked outlawing ballet. Oh, not really. I mean, I don't mind ballet. What would you? What would you? If you had three, you dictator for a day, you get to do three th- three changes. What would they be? Oh, that's that's a really hard one. Carry um, Dom, think along. What would you guys do? I would. I would. I would put to death everyone who sits on the outside seat on buses, trains, and trams. Keeping sacred the inner seat shits me. Unless you buy two tickets, don't take up two seats. So what you're saying is you mm. fix the part, the overcrowding on peak hour trains. Yeah. So yeah, that's a solution. I, see, for me, the first thing I would do, I'd do t- two things. I would make Rumble by You and I the national anthem. And if on the spot oh, you dear. could not sing it, you would be put to death. Or worse, made to go to a One Direction concert. Not knowing either of those bands... Um, <laughs> Yeah. I should and point it this way. Our next, our guest for the next podcast, Andrew Barnett, he's here, and he's probably a bigger UMI fan than I am. So, Dom, you can stay for the next one. We just—it's going to be all UMI for the hour. We're, we're going to go through the recollection. We're going to go through B sides, C sides. It's going to be fun. I think Carrie's going to be leaving. I'm guessing, and <laughs> Justin's just going to be yeah. Justin's going to go and be a dictator. I, I think I would outlaw. Um, I, I think I would. I, I would just have people um, locked in a room to learn the difference between its possessive and its contraction. Um, I think that would be good. Also, people who dog ear books instead of finding a proper bookmark, because really it's not that difficult, especially if you've got a scrap of paper, a receipt, a bus ticket, whatever. Carrie, can I just say, before when I said to Justin, when I said to Justin, you are my wood, I was wrong. (laughs) Carrie, you are my hearty. Oh. I feel feel a bit sad now. Maybe, maybe your decisions as dictator can just sway Dom's opinion. Have you thought, thought? Yeah, I have actually. I think if I had to outlaw something, I'd outlaw dry creek beds. <laughs> I just can't stand dry creek beds because, you know, I mean, are they a creek or are they actually um, a bit of land? Maybe. You know, they can't make up their mind whether they're a river or they're just a, a piece of land, and, and that really pisses me off. What would you do? Would you bulldoze them? Would you f- find water? F- I'd, I'd, I'd put roads them? there. You'd put roads there. But most dry creek beds are in the middle of nowhere. Like, are you gonna? We need roads in the middle of nowhere so that you can get from the middle of nowhere to somewhere. No, that's when we need a more, a, a better integrated public transport think... system that reaches rural areas. When I was in the south Same. of Italy, uh, we went on uh, a trek to one of the outlying villages from the village I was in because I had a holy day. There was the Madonna of the Grotto or something. And to get there, you drove through dry riverbeds because that was the only way through the undergrowth and stuff. So they actually serve a purpose. They were already roads. But it was funny, whenever it got like a little bit desperate, all the nonnas would start saying Hail Marys and singing hymns. Man, you only want to do that once in your life. And even then, you don't want to do it then. You still haven't convinced me. <laughs> I mean, it was a very persuasive argument, and I do like the way you're going with it, but I don't agree. I, I really do detest dry creek beds more but than instead anything. Of, instead of roads, why couldn't you just wish for slightly better 
um, weather systems. No, but I, I like uh, Justin's just, he just, cr- you know, if you're going to be a dictator, you, you got to go all out, you know. You, you know, like the I could only appointing a horse to the, the government. That's yeah. that's what you do. You're crazy. Yeah, that's a it's great crazy. idea. You know? See, this is more on my level. I'd yeah. like appointing a horse to the government would be awesome. Um, you can't trust horses. Oh, that's the point. yeah. But, you know, obviously, if you're going to get rid of politicians, at least replace them with an animal that has a trustworthy looking face. What about you a would frog? Never hear anything dishonest from a koala. Yeah, but koalas are too lazy. They just sit in a tree eating their eucalyptus. What about the ones who dress up as koalas and collect money? I reckon that those should be shot. Yeah, no, no, but they're 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 endangered. I'm just saying. People (laughs) asking for money in a koala suit. Well, all koalas, whether they're asking for money or not, they're endangered animals. They're they're native Australian animals, and you can't kill them. No, they're English backpackers. Well, they they may have once been that, but but once you put them in a koala suit, they become a native Australian animal anymore. All those bastard British backpackers now come up to you and want your banking details so they can take money out of your account regularly. You just leave leave backpackers alone. See, no, no, my problem's not... I don't care about the backpackers. Why can't we all be friends? I have a problem with actual koalas. Everyone thinks they're cute. They are the laziest... They... They are awake four hours of the day. So are four cats. hours of the, yeah, but cats they get so, up to something. Koalas are they, dull bludgers. Koalas they so, get so, stoned all they day. They don't even get they're off their tree to urinate. Hours. They so, just pee on the tree. They're like, yeah, what are you going to so do? So what about you're it? saying is we send all the British pack packers back who dress in koala suits and have real koalas collecting money. No, no, no. no, 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 no I'm no, saying what we do is we send koalas to England and in we fill up the zoo. Koala, with we send them to Koala Lumpur. Yeah. Koalas in koala suits. Yes. That would be amazing. And, they, and you, they could be strippers. And you could be like, and you could be expecting yeah, you some buff dude. And then it's a real <laughs> it's a koala. And you're like, oh, take off this one. And then he takes off that one. And it's just like, until you're left with this miniature, tiny koala bear. This is creepy koalas. on a really meta level. Oh, it could be, you know, the ones that you buy? <laughs> like and, Babushka doll koalas. Yeah, and you put strippers. them on your, you know, you buy from like souvenir shops and stuff. That yeah, could the be the final one. That's the final one. Yeah. Can I just say that uh, the Catholic sitting opposite me made a great reference to Caligula that no one picked up on or commented on. And I think that was a very Catholic reference to make. Is that... I didn't say Caligula. No, you making a horse a member of parliament. Oh, that that one, yeah. Caligula okay. made his horse a console. Man, those guys knew what they were doing back in those days. They they Rotaring just horses. Yeah, they just you know all this nowadays what they get up to. You know, it's 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 nothing. You know, we need to get back to some crazy shit. Hooray! I'm voting for Dave Keishan. I yeah, I agree because a horse I think could be better than our current um, prime minister. Yeah, I've. I, I have no doubt about we that. We do know Black Caviar's got is got a number one seller. Like there's a book written about it, and it's like number two in the charts for biographies. Exactly. Oh, so written my God, about how fucking predictable Australians get rid of their actual prime minister to replace it with a horse <laughs> who just happens to be a, a, a sports hero. Of course, of a course. horse will never take over. You know why? Hey, the Melbourne Cup is the race that stops but, the nation. But, but what horses about horses will never take over because they don't have opposable thumbs, so they can't use smartphones. They can't text. They can't tweet. Oh, they oh. can't. I, I would I would cancel Twitter. I would cancel Twitter. That would be fun. What about ponies? Shetland ponies? Because I was looking on the internet the other day. They're grumpy. And I they're saw... But, but there's actually miniature ponies that you can get if you're blind instead of a guide oh. dog. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, for um, people who are allergic to dog hair. 
And there's uh, there's monkeys too. If you're <laughs> no, if, yeah. If if you're in a in a wheelchair, um, and you can't actually say you drop the remote control, then you have a monkey and it's trained to pick it up and bring <laughs> it back. I there's saw a, that film. That yeah, the, the uh, Peter Gabriel song "Shock the Monkey" is the theme song. I can't remember the name of the oh, film. That's really sad. Oh, I mean, I don't know now whether I want to. Uh, can you have both, like the monkey and the horse? Oh, a pony. Is that a monkey selfish? on a pony? Yeah, like... And dress like... it up in a knight's outfit <laughs> with a little wance. And yeah. then kick the pony and it'll just run. <laughs> and then get another monkey on the other side, give it a lance, and it'd be like um, uh, Game Jousting. of Thrones except Simeon version. Monkey jousting. <laughs> what have we not made? That, now, that should be the race that stops the nation. I'm pretty sure there's RSPCA rules against that kind of thing. Oh, I'm sure there is. Well, they... But yeah, you, you get around. But they, I like think that. they do that with the camel racing in, in Middle East because... Yeah, but they don't put monkeys. Well, on. they used to have kids, but now they've disallowed that. So now they, they need... Um, monkeys are kind of like kids. Camp, but camel, no, a camel, a camel can hold a human. Except hairier. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, or they could shave the camel. <laughs> that was the comment that stopped a nation. Sorry. <laughs> As you were. But, uh, but, but, a shave camel the can, camel. but a camel can hold a human. Why would you need... Can you imagine trying to shave a camel? That would be horrible. They kick. They've got really long legs. <laughs> That would, I think that you could be the most difficult. Big handle. That could be the most difficult feat um, no. in the entire why world. One would need to shave a camel because he said yeah. the monkeys are hairier than kids. So I thought instead of getting a hairy kid, you could have a bald camel. I was but, just being so you mean it would it would make the kids are the you just air direction to average or? out the, the amount of hair on a camel race? Yeah, as a hairy guy with bad facial hair, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Ah, because Chuck Chescu, he also banned beards. Did he? Yeah. I, I actually, I think we need to restrict the number of beards. There's too many beards at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. like Because everywhere you go, it's like, oh, that guy. Oh, his beard. Oh, another beard. And, and it's... Mm. Hipster or homeless? We, we've got a game where it's like, like there's a... There's, there's an acidic Jew who catches the train with me and my flatmate, and we play the game every this day. This does not bode well. Acidic <laughs> no. Jews on trains. Where's <laughs> no. this going? No, no, no. Oh, no, I didn't think, no we, so we play every day. It's like, hipster or Jewish guy? And we, we guess. And I think he is the Jew, but, you know, it's, it, it passes the time. Yeah, well, I, I, I agree with religious freedom. I think they should be like... Oh, everyone, yes. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I understand that. I, I don't know why you're so but, against it, Mark. No, I'm against the people around the corner here. There's three cafes, and there's one I just can't go into because they sit there and they judge me. Like it's Saturday morning, I wear my tracky dacks, I wear my t-shirt. That's but I'm few... sitting here and I'm judging you. Yeah, I know, but you you haven't got a beard. If you had a beard, it would be awkward. No one, no one who's listening to this can tell. For those who, for those who aren't listening, Carrie I, doesn't have a beard. I have the most luxurious beard in the world. Yeah, be. she keeps it in her top drawer at home. We should, <laughs> we should point out, uh, Josh, the amazing, he's sitting there stroking his beard. He's also got a T-shirt for the band called The Beards that says, No beard, no good. Mm. I have a really good false moustache at home. You, I don't... Well, you're going to go into... Is it, is it a false moustache or an alien in disguise? No, no, it's a false moustache because I, I got it for a fancy dress party. Um, Chaplin or Hitler? No, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. But I got the date of the fancy dress party wrong. It was for the royal wedding. And so I ended up wandering the streets of Glebe dressed as Freddie Mercury one afternoon. <laughs> We've all Call- been there. You were the queen! <laughs> uh, hey! I, I called up my friend saying, David, I can't remember. Where, where's your house again? I think I'm in the wrong place. And he's like, what? Um, what, what do you mean? 
And there was this long silence as he worked out what had happened. And he <laughs> said, we're not even home. <laughs> we're not even... I was like, but I'm outside in like a semi-biker outfit with a false moustache. And I have to go to the theatre after this. <laughs> Carrie, you would rock me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Dom, you are a champion, my hey, friend. <laughs> how, how, how's your day job going, Sorry, Mark? Brother. My day, it's going, it's going okay. It's you know, I, I you read my Twitter feed for updates on it. M underscore W underscore O H. I am looking for a new job. I want a job where I get paid. I'm not jet greedy. I like above sixty k a year, and I'd like a job where I can just go to meetings and just talk about stuff. I don't want to actually do anything. That's what I want in a day job. But talking is doing stuff. Yeah, but I like we're me. working really hard. Now. Oh, we are. So are you trying? Do don't this. downplay what we're if doing. If there are any sponsors out there who I'd love to do this for a living, seriously. Yeah. I will sell out cigarettes. I don't. I'll sell smokes to the kids. I have no shame. For any other people who are out there, I'd also like a job. I really like grammar and spreadsheets and making things organised, and I don't mind working for a living. I've already got a Just job. Saying. Got a job. Yeah. Dom, would you like a non-furniture moving job? I'd like to get back into publishing, but all the magazines are dying. Yeah. It's yeah. Are you it actually before you've got a blog? What's the address? The blog is standanddeliver.blogs.com. That was I read your latest one, the interview about the Barely Legal show, which is a comedy show. It's a comedy show. That was very good. My actually my latest one this afternoon when the boss was out oh. <laughs> was a bad caption under a photograph on the New Idea website, uh, which I thought a better sub editor would actually make read so that it was legible and you know not rubbish. Um, and then I noticed that New Idea was advertising for a sub-editor, and I suggested that perhaps both things on the internet are connected. So, uh, yes, I blog faster than you can read, my friend. That's cool. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Check out Dom's blog. Um, we've got to wrap this up. This has been a two-part episode. Thank you guys for listening in. And if you like this one your first time, go back and look at some of the other ones. We've talked to Peter Mizell, Ed Byrne, who's came out for the Just For Last Festival, and you never know who we've had in between. So thank you for listening in. Check out Dom's blog. Dom, you're also on Twitter? I am, comedy underscore nerd. And Carrie, you're on Twitter, even though you want to outlaw it? I, I would. Um, I'm on Twitter under uh, the other comedy um, production company in which I, with which I'm involved, um, wit underscore large. That's good. Justin's not on Facebook. Not but on I do tw- have a philosophical... Uh, um, um, objection to it. Object. So don't follow Carrie. Well, it's. it's I'll not just doing retweet her for everybody. Okay. That way, follow me, Justin. You're not on Twitter. You're on Facebook. You're just. I'm just on a lot of drugs. He's on your you're, sofa right he's now. On my so- so yes, follow my sofa for more updates. We should. Josh is in the room. It's just uh, and you're on Twitter too, Josh. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Hungry underscore dude. That's it. <laughs> Best Twitter handle ever. Everyone should follow Wit Large on Twitter because follow. I just I quite like the notifications when when it says I have a new follower. It makes me feel loved in an otherwise quite unfriendly virtual world. Oh, in so a happy way. Follow at Wit Large. Send her a message. Retweet her at Ment. Give her a follow Friday or a charity wins. Charity weds. That's what? my favorite. Do you know you know what charity? Oh, chat on Wednesday I don't know on what this Follow Fridays. Follow Friday is when you basically, for those of us who've got like, like I got 300 followers, so I'll go, follow Stephen Fry. He's got a million followers. He needs more. I've You've got 168. Ooh. What I love there, right, was Dave was just sighing because the wrap-up, the third wrap-up's been ignored. And I missed my opportunity to make another Queen reference about how we could be best friends. Aww. Aww. On Twitter. And we, we should, well, we should give I this chance. Um, 
Dave, our sound guy, is on Twitter. And your handle is? Uh, Dave Kishan. That's it. That's it. That's all you need, really. That's all you need. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in. Check out Dom's blog. Follow us all on Twitter. And thank you for... If you're on iTunes, give us five stars. It costs you nothing, and we love it. Thank you. See you next week. (laughs) 